This is the Adrian Lindsay Podcast, where we keep it straight, no chaser. <laughs> Are you a fire wife? Q flames right here, right? And so the fire wife um, question comes from, let me just be honest, it's my own admittance of my own guilt of being a fire wife. You know, my kids are into anime and um, I've been learning anime for the past probably eight years and it's so expansive, right? There's good and there's um, other anime, let's call it that. Um, But I have learned about the elements um, of the earth so that you have the water bender, you have your air bender, the fire and the earth bender, And so it's a joke in our house. We're trying to figure out which person is which bender. And um, I'm going to say that my husband is water. He's very soothing. He's very cleansing. He's very refreshing. And y'all feel me? Y'all see where I'm going, right? So my husband, Aaron, is water. So he's an ocean sometimes. He's a river at times. He can take us places. And then comes your girl. Adrian is fire. So you think fire, right? You think match. Oh, right. It lights a candle. It it can be a candle. It's a fireplace. Oh, you cook a little food with it on the stove. But then it can go bigger. It can burn hotter. And if left to the emotions without boundaries, it can be destructive. So the fire wife is kind of the term that I came up with myself because for a long time I was trying to turn myself into water I kept trying to douse myself with my husband's ideas my husband's um, ways of doing things his perspectives and I would just try to be like Aaron and this whole time I was just hot water I was boiling all the time. I was boiling over. I was scorching the pan because I was not owning my heat. But this this is another thing that I, w- I wasn't doing correctly either. I wasn't tempering down the things that were gassing me. Come on, church. I was too gassed up and I needed to find the right balance of oxygen and turn down the flame of my heart because my fire is the way God made me, but my experiences were making me blazy. If you are blazing your family members, if you're walking around with a torch, right? And we know what that is. You know, Ghostbusters, remember that back in the day for those of us who were born in the 1900s. Um, the fire torch was for big and scary things. And I think sometimes as fire wives, and I may be talking to a fire husband, let's just say you you might be a fire spouse. What I found is that my fire was usually the canister that I was pulling from was pulling from my childhood. It was pulling from trauma. It was pulling from protection. It was pulling from defense. It was pulling from mistrusting um, people and maybe not being encouraged in my environment and so I was trying to fix things once and for all if anybody knows what that means I'm gonna need you to high five yourself 
Sometimes if you blaze hard enough, you'll never have to deal with that issue again, right? That is probably a mindset from people who don't really like to um, either repeat themselves or feel like, you know, they have like a little bit of a power trip. They'd like to finish things and be done with it. Don't talk to me about it again. So let me just flamethrow you real quick and then let's be done. But what we forget is that the person that we're flaming is now probably a corpse. Not to be so grim, but you've just marshmallowed your loved one. And we have to be careful because that's the same loved one that we need to be loved on by later. We want to be encouraged by them, held by them. But when you've been flaming your loved one, their skin is tender. Their heart is fragile, you know, and I've learned how to stay warm. I've learned through trial and error how not to blaze my loved ones. We can blaze our kids. I mean, we pull out the big guns on the babies. We got to get better. So. If you are a fire spouse, meaning you run at a higher energy level, your warmth is elevated all the time. They're the type of person that when you say, if you step across this line, we going to fight and they draw and then jump over it. And then they're like, let's go because confrontation is not a problem for them. See, those are the fire type personalities, but your water person is going to give you 50 feet. They're going to draw the line and then run the opposite direction to make sure that there isn't a fight because confrontation does not mean healing. If you're a fire person, you're like, you're ready for the fight. Confrontation means we're going to settle it, right? Wrong. Confrontation could mean that you could destroy something that's already fragile. So if you are a fire spouse or a fire wife, we're learning how to temper our temperature. So we have to bring it down. So I'm not asking you to become water. I'm asking you to turn down the knob and maybe water yourself and refresh yourself because usually you're coming from a place of dehydration. If you're blazing people, you need to check your own self and realize where you're crispy. Because if you're mad, then you're not happy until everybody else is mad. And that is you not bringing down the temperature of your own soul. Maybe having an open wound. Maybe feeling mistrusting. Maybe you're an anniversary of a heartbreak, the anniversary of a loss. And you're not using your words as we tell our kids. Use your words when you're upset. Use your words when you're feeling icky or you're feeling odd or, you know, it's another phrase I like to use when I'm feeling navy blue, not quite that sky blue and you're not quite that, you know, that sunset orange. I'm just blue, but I'm dark navy, you know, like the deep blue sea deep. And so we have to be careful because not everybody can last in our the flux of our emotions. And so your fire is beautiful when it's contained. Fire is gorgeous on a candle. It's amazing and memory making in the fireplace, the flicker of lights on a Christmas tree, even like the night lights in the summer in your backyard. So there's place for light and brightness. Your fire that you have, sister or brother, is for illuminating, not for destruction. So 
when you're in a blaze moment, your fingers on the trigger and you're going for it, I'm going to need you to let pressure off your trigger, go deep inside yourself, and then ask yourself, what is bothering me right now? What is making me so upset? What am I trying to defend? What am I trying to protect? Is it me? Is this my enemy? Or am I using fire from a situation from at work and then now I'm bringing that energy home? Am I not taking the temperature of my children? Am I not seeing what's going on with them? Am I tired? Am I cranky? Is my patience running low? And so before you pull the trigger, I need you to self-check. Boom. You feeling all warm? You feeling all jumpy and trigger happy with the fire gun? We're going to have to figure out how to pull your fire back. And so the self-check is one of the one things that I do. I listen to the word. I listen to the Bible. I listen to music. I bring down the pressure. That's the first thing I do. When a boiling pot of water is going crazy, the first thing you want to do is turn down the heat turn down the the gas so the boiling begins to recede. So if you are in a blaze moment, turn down the pressure. Start unchecking, closing phones, turn off TVs, and allow the quietness and the peace of the air to begin to minister to your soul so you can make a pivot and a change. And there's nothing more beautiful and powerful than to apologize to your loved ones about how you've just went off. Now, What we're not going to do is apologize every single time we go off every 15 minutes. If you're going to apologize about blazing, learn that lesson because you have to deliver humanity to the people that you love and to the people that love you back. If I'm going to apologize to my kids for losing my temper and running a little hot, they now have an earmarked moment where they saw me walk in my humanity And now they need to see me develop fruit from that. So the fruit from that for me turns into, mom, are you okay? And I, and I, and that's a cue for me to go, Adrian, it's either your face, it's either your tone or your body language and do a quick check down on the inside. How are you? What's going on, sis? You great? And then I allow myself to go ahead And adjust, I adjust my face and go, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. You know what? I'm deep in thought. I was reading something that kind of got me a little upset, but I'm okay. But thank you for checking in on me. That is what we call a pivot. And when you have fire, when you have warmth and you are from the the fire tribe of the airbenders, listen, you're going to have to find a way to settle yourself. And that's what we do. It's called self-soothing. We expect babies to do it. We grown humans surely can. So as you learn to turn down the heat of your expression and your expectations, I pray that you find patience and peace and love as your motivation for what you do and how you do things. And may God be a guard over your mouth so you don't have to apologize for terrible things that you're going to say. And you need to love on the ones that love you by first being an amazing proactive human who understands that they are here participating in a life that you're building together. And if it's your children, they're your responsibility. So we have to be faithful over the things that God has given us by treating them well.
So to my fire wives and my fire spouses, let's turn down the heat and let's just become warm. Let's become a warm place to rest. Amen. Until next time. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did creating it. Don't forget to share and subscribe. You don't want to miss out on all this crazy good content. Let's stay connected. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time.